This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listeners, friendly reminder that we now have a Patreon. If you like what you hear, you can support the pod. Each week, we release video casts of the episodes, mini bonus episodes, reviews of clips submitted by subscribers, behind-the-scenes content, merch discounts, thirst traps, and more. Starting at just $3 a month, you can support our work and keep the lights on over here at Girls on Porn Enterprises. Feel free to check out the page, and you can give us as little or as much as you want. Every little bit helps. Patreon.com slash Girls on Porn. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a hot little segment for you today. 69 Seconds of Sex News. We've pulled headlines from the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. Wimbledon spectators have been hooking up in the prayer room. Insiders report that fans have been sneaking into the newly built prayer rooms where couples have been spotted exiting looking disheveled with, quote, big grins on their face. Each prayer room is equipped with two armchairs and a folding table. The signs on the doors can be changed to say engaged, but there are no locks, and apparently some sexy occupants have been interrupted. Love all! Apparently people are still out here getting Zoom-bombed. An anonymous someone successfully crashed a virtual summit for the Italian Senate and streamed 3D porn featuring Final Fantasy VII character Tifa Lockhar having sex doggy style. A few seconds of the video played before the speaker realized what was happening and organizers removed the person streaming the video. I'm sure that perked up another meeting that could have been an email. In a surprise to no one, a new study found that narcissistic men have trouble ejaculating and are more prone to premature ejaculation. The study published in Sexual and Relationship Therapy was conducted with over 1,200 men ages 18 to 35 over the course of a year. They found that while narcissistic men have higher sexualization overall, they are, quote, more prone to quicker ejaculation, presumably early in a sexual relationship, and also difficulty reaching ejaculation, presumably as relationship novelty wanes, suggesting that their sexual arousal may be driven more by situational than internally stable factors. Science, along with all of your friends, would not recommend sex with narcissists. Chinese researchers claim that they've patented a device that is capable of reading men's minds to detect when they're watching porn. The prototype helmet can supposedly detect the brainwaves that are triggered by pornography up to 80% of the time. Porn is illegal in China, and the Chinese government has also deployed porn appraisers to skim the internet and flag lewd content. 
Also, in 2018, Chinese authorities offered its citizens rewards up to $86,000 for reporting suspected incidents of porn viewing. But here's my question. A porn-sensing helmet. So, like, in order to monitor citizens for porn consumption, like, everyone would need to wear this helmet 24-7 and, like, to bed? Like, sex negativity is expensive. <laughs> you know? Like, just... Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go and have a way. Let them have their fun. You know? <laughs> let them have their fun. $86,000 a pop for like <laughs> reporting it, let alone the whole conviction process. And then enforcing process. it? You know? Yeah, exactly. Like everyone has to wear a helmet. What do you think a porn producing helmet looks like? <laughs> yeah, just an entire culture of people walking around in helmets helmets all the time and the only reason is like to make sure they're not thinking sexy thoughts or looking at sexy things like they hate sex that much (laughs) (laughs) oh man today's topic a long time coming i would say yeah we've kind of talked a little bit about it in other episodes or you know like it's similar to other things we've talked about yeah we've touched on it we've sort of we've passed through this town we've never stopped to take a look around (laughs) yes yes on the way to other towns but this one i say is the metropolis (laughs) (laughs) this is the metropolis okay yeah it's uh cosplay cosplay oh yes i should have said that which which means costume play which costume play i don't know if you have a formal definition but i'll take a stab at one if not oh i have one but yeah Um, it's an activity and performance art in which participants called <laughs> cosplayers wear costumes and fashion accessories to represent a specific character. Great. Very clean. They often interact in a, in a subculture. Mm-hmm. And they, the broader use of the term <laughs> cosplay applies to any costumed role-playing in venues apart from the stage. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know why they often interact in a subculture. It was just a really funny sentence because yeah, it's that like could be true of literally anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it seemed like there was some distance between me and the <laughs> and the and humans. You know, <laughs> yes, you were the robot being. They like, often they operate within subcultures. Yes, in which <laughs> yeah. I've just come back from Earth, and this is my <laughs> this, this is reporting my findings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're talking Comic Con. We're talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. I have so much to say about this mm-hmm. and many things that didn't really occur to me until I did research for this episode. And I, to be honest, I'm not sure where to start, but I will start by saying <laughs> I'm not sure where to start, except for I'm going to start right here with. Yes. We need another chart. <laughs> oh, OK. Let's because, go into it. I guess the the compelling theme to me around Mm -hmm. this that I was like, ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, Uh Or where it feels similar to other things that we've talked about. Like when we talked about furries. I was going to say this too. And the difference in that world is so distinct that there's Mm -hmm. a separate term for yiffing. And for anyone who didn't listen to that episode, like go check it out. It's a pretty good one. It's in depth. Yeah. Yiffing is, so for anyone who doesn't know, yiffing is specifically the sexual expression of right. furry play, let's say. Right. And it was important in that episode for us to create a distinction around furry play being actually just its own thing without any a lifestyle. sexuality. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. It's a community. It is subcultures. It is yes. communities. Yes. It is a way for many folks to find friendships and yes. find safety and find a way to move in the world 
Exactly. That brings them joy by virtue of expressing themselves uh, yeah. in these furry outfits. A and community. And yeah. cosplaying is very similar, although mm-hmm. obviously there is the element of emulation and specific characters that yes. we are Where it's like dressing furry, up as. Can furry, be like, like your own thing. Yes, that you, create, you have your like, own create. Yeah, you can. You I'm Bobby the a, Bobcat. Yes, <laughs> I don't know why I picked just like the most mascotty one. <laughs> sure, but, but like you can you can create a whole different be, animal. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. like yes. There's but whereas yeah, this is specific, which I also think is exciting because you're taking on a character that has specific traits ah, that yes, can yes, be yes. different to you mm-hmm. that you may um, look up to. It's something that you want to, maybe you don't, you don't feel confident enough in your personal life. Yeah. But pu- being able to jump inside this character that you are emulating allows you to kind of explore these different facets of your personality that you don't feel comfortable to on a day-to-day basis. Yes, yes, yes. Excellent point, Rachel. We love this. <laughs> I want to get back to the chart. Yes. However, sorry, sorry. I do briefly want to deviate. No, I, w- oh, okay. I want to digress. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and talk about an article in Psychology Today Mm. that you reminded me of when you were saying these specific qualities that you are emulating is a big part of the cosplay as well. Um, And this article in Psychology Today, I'm just going to quote it. It allows someone to experience and explore the feelings of being in control, actualizing freedom, being heroic, or sensing oneself as physically strong, revered, and respected. Also, for cosplayers who dress as characters opposite their expressed gender – I crossplay. That can also be empowering. The ability yes. to embody and be seen as having traits that aren't typically owned by their own gender right. in our mainstream society. So there's like power control and visibility for women or sensuality or emotionality mm-hmm. and vulnerability for men. Like in cosplay, gender is much more fluid flexible and accessible. Yes. And I thought that was a really great point. Yeah. And I think that there is opportunity there for people who, you know, maybe experiencing some sort of like gender dysphoria, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There is, um, an opportunity to explore play within a safe space and to explore, like you said, exactly. You know, and I don't think it's an accident that a lot of these characters are that are, you know, they're, they are heroes. Yeah. You know, they're looking for people who are important or as specifically like have power, have some sort of power Mm -hmm. and have a protagonist or hero journey or have, yeah. Or have a narrative that might be, uh, cathartic for the person that is cosplaying that character. Yes. Yeah. I would actually say, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, this is kind of a stretch, but it's like there's a power dynamic there, right? That like maybe they feel more comfortable exploring in in cosplay as opposed to like BDSM. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This this is... We are we're curving gently around back to my chart. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and to just the conversation about like sex and cosplay. And yes. I want to talk more also about like cosplayers being sexually harassed online because that's also a thing. And at Comic-Con. Like, and at Comic-Con. Yes, exactly. Yes, I should have said know. it. Yeah, that there's an assumption that because cosplaying is sort of deviant in a certain way or uh-huh. is like an almost marginalized Alternative. subculture. Yeah. Like, look at these weirdos over here cosplaying, then it's like, oh, it's in a marginalized space, therefore... We don't think that they're weirdos. We're just saying maybe... I'm speaking... I am voicing the patriarchy, you see. Yes, exactly, yes. I am taking on the character... ...of the mainstream. (laughs) But yeah, we don't don't otherize... Anyone. We try not to otherize anyone here, except for we will, you know, tell you when you're problematic. That's different. (laughs) Uh, But that it's... And you're welcome. That the assumption is that it, like, you're a cosplayer, therefore it is your fetish, which is goes right. back to the furry yif thing, that they, the two can be 
entirely exclusive of one another. And they can and never overlap. assume. Yes, and you should never assume. So the chart you see, uh, I don't know what the X and the Y axis are. Uh-huh. I think it's more... Is it a circle, perhaps? I think it's New York Magazine's highbrow, lowbrow grid. grid. Mm, the grid, yes. Because, yeah. and I'm, I think maybe the categories, I don't have the quadrants sure. officially selected. Let's talk it out. Somewhere <laughs> is like nerdiness and a like intellectual, a like geek culture thing. Uh huh. Somewhere is like deviance, right? Yes. And like a rejection. <laughs> well, I put yes. Oh, no. I put okay. deviance over there, right? But then there's like a different quadrant that is sex, right? Because you can be yes. deviant without it having to be sex. Sex. Yes, of course. And then it's like the Ren Fair <laughs> <laughs> quadrant. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's like yeah, like uh, fantasy. Like Ren, yeah, like Ren Fair doesn't have its own quadrant so much as Ren Fair is like another actual like event <laughs> on the grid. You see? Yeah. Yeah. But there is something that, like, yeah, where does Renfair yes. live? That's like a little, what's the third, fourth? Yes, I think constantly about like yeah. adjacent subcultures of like uh-huh. sex positivity and kink, uh-huh. Renfair and geek culture, yes. cosplaying. Like, these yes. are all kind of smattering ac- across a board next to each other. Right. And I think it's all just like being open and willing to kind of like go against the grain. Yes, exactly. You know? And you can go against the grain by cosplaying in a not sexual way. Of and course. you can deviate. So maybe deviance is the whole chart. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really yeah. still we're we're very early in development I, I here. I absolutely know what you're saying. But I you mean, see what I'm makes, saying. It makes total sense to me. The correlation between these different subcultures yeah. and also just friends I have that like right. love Ren Fair and love Comic Con. Right. And and then friends who like love run fair and love sex parties. Right. And what is the Venn diagram of, of, yeah, of course, where yeah, those communities intersect? Is. You know? I mean, that's a great question because I think it has, yeah, it's something to do with like being attracted to like the power dynamic, I think. Yeah. And and the and also like <laughs> putting on a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, role playing is part role of it playing too. In like general. that's that's almost like one of the things. Yeah, that's maybe in towards the middle of the grid, you mm-hmm. know, and finding the ability to kind of like release into it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and explore like being open to exploring, taking off the shackles of your day to day life. Yes, you know? yes, and just pushing back against the mainstream in so yes. many different forms of being rebelliousness. Like, yeah. Because geek culture, I'm just shouting at words. <laughs> you're just you're just free associating, yes. rebellion, deviance, yes. cosplay, leather, <laughs> mortal <Costume>. combat, <laughs> Final Fantasy, accessories, <laughs> Marvel Universe. We're just yes, like, we're just whips and chains and swords, <laughs> turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> That was a Renfair reference. Really really good food vendors. (laughs) Really delicious food vendors. Of course I brought it there. Do they have food at Comic-Con? They they must feed them. Oh my God. I know. They must feed them. But I'm like hoping that there's like, you know, it's like themed food. I bet. I I have no idea. It's an easy text to send and to find out. But I bet (laughs) it's not that great because we haven't heard about it. You know what I mean? Mm, Sure, sure, sure. Like I feel like the turkey legs at Renfair aren't even that great, but they still transcend like you know of them outside of Renfair. So I'm like, what's the, is it Dippin' Dots? Like what are they doing at Comic-Con? You know? Yes, totally. I mean, I, this all makes sense to me because I am, you know, I'm a, was, we were theater kids. So like, of course we love to put on a fucking costume, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I want to pretend to be someone else. That's I wanted to do that for a living. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> they wouldn't let me. It was funny. I actually think that had maybe it had some of it. I still like putting on a costume. Yeah, that's fun. I get that. I get the putting on a costume and embodying something. I just was yes. never a Comic-Con or a big Ren Faire person. Me neither. I think I was like, I put on the costume, but then what do I do? Just like walk around? You know, like that's, mm. I want to be, I want to be the character in an even more profound way, which I imagine yes. many cosplayers relate to and I, have found expression course. for, you know? I mean, I think there are people that are doing that. Yeah, you know, of course. You are That's playing the part. Precisely what I'm saying. Yes. Also, yeah. like, I think I'm fan of Like, I don't like to be a fan, you see. Mm, I hear And there saying. is, again, fanship, fandom is a piece mm. of the cosplay. Huge. So, All like, going to yeah. a convention to, like, hear an actor talk and get an autograph yeah. is, like, so the opposite of my I know. being. I know. Like, suck my dick. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. You got lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you should be so lucky to hang out with the me is where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> like you're just a normal person you just got lucky and you got marvel was like yeah this guy could be thor you know you like, know exactly i mean i also just you know people are people and i'm just, yeah i'm not big into celebrity yeah. worship culture anyway right but different things yes they're they're, they're again they overlap but they're not value mm-hmm. equal mm-hmm. i also found an article oh. entitled cosplaying isn't kinky sorry not sorry Oh, yes. By Ashley Mika. This is from Pop Culture Uncovered, the place for all things geeky. What's funny is I typoed that, a place for all things kinky. And oh, uh, whoops. Your your computer just tried to make it about me. Yeah. I know. (laughs) And I really thought this article was going to be very different than what it was. I thought it was going to be like a takedown of people that think cosplaying is kinky and saying like your kink is not that exciting. Oh. But it was, I think it's a bad title is what I'm getting at because it's actually about the author who is into cosplay being sort of sexually harassed and presumed yeah. to be to have a fetish because she likes to cosplay. So I guess this is me taking our conversation to the darker place of sexual yeah. harassment that exists in the cosplay community totally. and how women in particular who cosplay are presumed to yeah. therefore be asking to be fetishized, yeah. which is not the case. There's also this, um, there's an article in Cosmopolitan from 2016 that actually our good friend Ella Darling was oh. um, interviewed. Uh, and she kind of said the same thing. She's like, you know, it's a it's a way to celebrate your fandom and it's not necessarily a sexual thing. I will say the rest of this article is like very like kink shamey and like kind of annoying. But mm. I, I'm everything that Ella says is obviously great because she's very smart. Yeah. But she was like, you know, a lot of fangirls who participate in cosplay get over sexualized and they don't want to be mistaken for any kind of like adult entertainer. They're already in a place surrounded mostly by men mm-hmm. who, and specifically men who are not always great at like keeping boundaries. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it can be tricky. And it's like also just a really good reminder that again, it's very similar to furry and yeah, if like there is a separation and you know, you can't assume that just because someone you likes can't to do it, the overlap. Yeah. that they're going to want to fuck you in their very expensive cosplay uniform. Yeah. There's also a Vice article called When Cosplay Goes Too Far about Mm. specifically like an Indonesian cosplayer being sexually harassed and a movement that sort of sprung up in 2015. The cosplay is not consent movement Mm. that uh, wanted to address these problems specifically in comic and anime convention environments. Apparently New York Comic Con now has like pretty clearer, like much clearer anti-harassment policy San Diego Comic-Con, not quite so 
great. Um, mm. Like there's some like vague language on their website. And this article I should say is from 2017, but I did look at the website to be like, can I find anything that's better than what they're alluding to? And it was pretty vague, like nothing about yeah. like, hey, don't sexually harass the cosplayers or don't sexually harass the actors or what have you great. or your fellow <laughs> fans. And it just was like, hey, if, if you harass, we might kick you to the curb, but it was very, it was vague and, and not, wow. you know, so maybe Crazy. there's more work to be done there. I don't know. Just I think there totally is because, you know, there is also a great article on Vice that was about co- uh, cosplaying while trans, mm-hmm. um, exploring the intersection between cosplay and gender identity by J. Micheline for Vice. And she's like, you know, she's talking about it as like a cis woman. She likes to cosplay, but she also likes to cosplay as a as like male characters mm-hmm. and so she talked to a lot of you know she tried really hard to find like some trans cosplayers because she was like maybe like there's like something here you know like I'm really like fascinated by this and one cosplayer um Jay Schuyler who's an LGBT author and activist was who's a transgender woman of color um said like a lot of people assume that cosplay is a friendly all-inclusive environment but it's but if you're part of like one or more marginalized groups, you you know better. Like mm. women of all backda- backgrounds get like harassment, and men and women of color get like you know ridiculed for dressing up as characters outside of their own race. Mm. And so it's you know it's dicey. It's dicey, I think. And and there's still hierarchies built into in this exactly subculture. Yeah. Right. Right. So you know. I'll, things to be aware of i think yeah would you who would you want to uh, dress up as yeah like have you, have you ever like thought about it or like is there a character that you're like yeah her or him i even? hadn't thought about it but i'm gonna go with what just popped into my mind mm-hmm. i did a short play by a fantastic writer named marco ramirez yeah who i hope he doesn't mind i'm ref- i think it's okay because he didn't do anything yeah uh, i'm like every time <laughs> i mention anyone on a porn podcast i'm like are Same, they okay I'm with like, this even if when it has literally nothing to do with porn he wrote a play <laughs> about a guy playing a video game and getting distracted by his wife so the video game characters like walk into the walls and stuff it was super fun play yeah. to do because i just got to like do the movements and the like there's been yeah. a tiktok meme lately of people idling and like being video game oh, characters yeah. on the street which i'm like yeah. damn if i was on tiktok i'd be doing that Super fun play. But basically, we dressed me up as Laura Croft, and it was super oh, fun. And it was just like hot. very early Instagram because this is years ago, but it was kind of one of the first mm-hmm. hints of what it felt like to post a thirst trap was to like be oh, in sure. that costume and have yeah. feel that response, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. I think that would be my vibe is like jumping, totally. doing backflips off cliffs and like shooting yeah, as I go. Badass. You know, something yeah, of course. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Wonder Woman. Perfect. For sure. We I think we nailed it. We like really yeah. nailed both of our people. Yeah. She's sexy and she's fierce. Mm-hmm. I just think about like that one scene in the first. I remember like watching the first movie and I was like, fuck yeah. Like I was like, I and then I got sad because I realized I'll never be as hot as Gal Gadot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's always a but that's always yeah. a tragic. You know, sometimes yeah. I just think about her and I'm like, I'll never be that yeah. hot. But I'll never be that hot, is. which is upsetting. Isn't the original isn't the original Wonder Woman queer or am I making that up? I don't know, actually. We can cut this I if mean, I'm wrong. But there I mean, I just love that they lived on a planet of all women and there were all these fierce fucking warriors. Yeah. After I saw that movie, I started going to kickboxing a lot because mm-hmm. I was like, Yes, you are her. You know, like it like really like got me motivated. But I just there's that one moment where she like takes her like fucking sword out of like the back of her dress and it was like Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like Yeah, I think being the, hot and also being a badass and 
being able to like fight people. Yeah, and the mythology around Wonder Woman is really cool. Like that narrative is super fun. Mm -hmm. I also have some top characters. Oh, go for it. To um, cosplay according to popular hashtags on the internet. Mm -hmm. So these are like the most famous ones. This is from 2021, so it might be a little old. Uh, Number one is Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Number two, Spider-Man. Okay. Number three, Joker. Hmm. I know. I think he he represents sort of like an anti-capitalist sort of like incel uprising that maybe people can relate to. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Putting (laughs) anti-capitalist and incel side by side, I was like, "Mm, I don't think that's quite what it is. Um, (laughs) I mean, I... It's more just incel. He's the heroes of the incels. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little bit of the like, antagonist protagonist but like yeah. i see myself in this angry white guy vibe thing. Yeah. yeah i mean it's a little fraught you know it's a little dicey and he also has got like a hot crazy girlfriend you know yeah great <laughs> moving on uh batman okay heard of him <laughs> um deku who's a character from my hero my hero academia oh which is a big uh, manga character okay deadpool great Todoroki, who's another one from My Hero Academia, um, Wonder Woman, right, and Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a fascinating yeah. ranking. I know, right? The manga world is also just a whole universe that I need to yeah. better acquaint myself with. Yeah, fascinating though that they're just stuck in there. You know, uh huh. That culture yeah, intersection. Love- yeah, yeah. Shall we do the showdown? Let's do it. Let's do it. Sexy athletic Lola Bunny turned out in real life and did an intense workout for a Bugs Bunny fanboy. Wow. Mouthful. Cosplaying as Lola Bunny. Cos- cosplay? <laughs> Why do I always want to say cosplay? <laughs> I don't know. Cosplay <laughs> is a word that sounds weird, but it makes sense when yes. you remember that you're just squishing two words Saying together. Costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just see CO and I'm always like, co. Yeah. <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> Cosplay. Um, okay. Lola Bunny. I wonder what that costume looks like. Um, Probably not good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> uh, put a big penis in your mouth and do the best sex at the end. <laughs> this is something that I would write like as a child, you know? Yeah. Do the best sex yeah, at the end. Yeah, someone describing, it sounds like someone describing sex who doesn't know what it is, who's like, oh, yeah. can't wait to do the sex that times. We will. At the end. Because it finishes We there. finish the sex with the sex. We sure yep. do. Yeah, it's like 40-year-old <laughs> version jargon. Um, <laughs> I shaped balance sex. What? No idea. Okay. Sure. I But I read it, and I didn't okay. think it's funny, but I don't know what okay, it means. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, a beautiful uniform puts her tongue in my anal and makes me happy, dot, dot, dot. That sounds lovely. <laughs> a beautiful uniform. Oh, uniform? There's a typo? Yeah, just <laughs> uniform. A beautiful uniform. Great. <laughs> I don't know what uniform. <laughs> I'm now I'm fascinated. Like, is this cosplay where someone's wearing a uniform in character, or do yeah. they just mean unicorn? I just went to unicorn because yeah, for obvious reasons. But right, of course. Wow, a beautiful uniform. Okay, <laughs> I got two more. Mm-hmm. She looked like Daenerys, mother of dragons. So I fucked oh, her. Oh, sure. Winter Lotus. Daenerys. Yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. Good one to, to cosplay. cosplay yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, 
This one. I have two more, too. Sam is the best anal assistant by Purple Bitch. <laughs> you know, Sam is the best anal assistant. I've been meaning to tell what Sam that. What does an that. anal assistant even do? I learned where my brain immediately went, and I'm glad you asked because I wasn't even registering the yeah. visual scene that was playing out in my head, is I was playing with myself anally, and someone was just there holding lube and toys. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I think it's like. I was thinking it's like a third person who's just there to like bring lube, you know, just in my mind. It was a lube butler. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lube. A lube it's a lube boy. A butler. butler. <laughs> a butt lube butler. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. You know, no like, notes. Yeah. I have one more. Uh-huh. And I almost wanted to end there because Butler Butler is so great, but yeah. I can't keep this title from the world. Dirty talking slut ram plays with sex machine fantasizing about Subaru. <laughs> Subaru? <laughs> A Subaru? I'm... There's got to be, it's got to mean something else. It's got to mean something else. Like, it's got to be a character we don't know. Yeah. Could it, who knows? Yeah. But my God, I just want it to be the car so bad. <laughs> I mean, in our hearts, it's the car. It's like that movie, uh, Titan? 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 When I got, when I saw that, they said Titan, and I was like, I don't speak French. You're probably right, but they also weren't French, so who knows? But I think it's Titan. Yeah, she fucks the car in that. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, sorry, y'all. Yeah. There's <laughs> some car fucking. But it's in the first act, yeah. so, like, doesn't even count yeah, as a spoiler. You know. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, this is the last one for me. Okay. Black Widow made sweet torture for Russian Ivan. Sucked and gave fuck anal hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll suck and give a fuck to your anal hole. Yeah. Don't you forget it. Yeah. Black Widow's a good one, too, you know? Yeah. Just a wig and a bodysuit, really. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> yeah. That was a great showdown. I'm really (laughs) happy with a lot of those titles. Let's take a break. Same. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I looked it up. Lena Carter is who I was thinking of. Yes. And she has made very thorough and effective argument on the internet that Wonder Woman was bisexual and a hero for bisexuals. And I should have fucking known that. So we stand a bisexual we're gonna, queen. I'm going to go read some more graphic novels and find more about wonder, find out more about wonder woman. So I mean, of course she was, she came from a plant like a planet of just, yeah, she women. basically like, came from the fucking... Island of Lesbos. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. You know? Yeah. Like they were fucking each other. Of course. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let's talk about busty super Mario cosplay. Yeah. Starring Kira queen. By way of, this is from the platform, uh, Sugar Cookie, which is Harriet Sugar Cookie's empire, dare I say. Porn for nerds. Porn for nerds. This is like geekdom. Like This is the universe and just felt like a great place for us to pull a little cosplay cam girl action. Mm -hmm. And we're going Super Mario, which is... Cosplay, yeah, I know. Cosplay Super Mario was a strange choice. Yeah, it was a strange choice. I think we were just committed to, like, there is another video starring Gina Gerson, not to be confused with Gina Gershon. Yeah. Where she plays Shin Lee. Mm, yeah. That we thought about and but yeah. I couldn't resist Super Mario I think because of my yeah, personal yeah. association with that being stronger. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. It's a little it's a little unfair to the cosplay world because it's yeah. like not a sexy character, you know, maybe if we had picked a video right. cosplaying Laura Croft it would maybe be more faithful right. to cosplay kink but like Mm-hmm. Here we are, okay? <laughs> yeah, I would also argue that, like, there's something missing from this video, which I would look for if I'm looking for cosplay porn, is that, like, you're play, you have to play the part. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you I'll know? come out and be honest and say, like, I maybe expected more from this. I love this platform. Yeah. I love Harriet Sugar I, Cookie. We love Harriet, yeah, same. And her videos. But there was no acknowledgement of the costume and nothing that right. incorporated it. She just it. happened to be wearing yeah, it. If yeah, if anything, I was like, this feels like it's poking fun at itself because she's wearing, like, the gloves and the hat and, like, a red... Yeah. It just feels like the end of a weird Halloween party, you know? Like... Yes. yeah. It just feels like she she went to a frat party yes. as sexy Super Mario and now this uh-huh. guy's getting a blowjob. Like... Uh-huh. Exactly. That was kind of the vibe. And then she keeps the hat on. Yeah. And I think that does kind of I'm sh- I'm sure serve a huge chunk of Sugar Cookie's audience because Yeah. You just it's just POV blowjob stuff and like right. a hot chick in right. a silly costume and that's fun enough. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like we've we've let down our listeners by picking a video that doesn't necessarily yeah. like fully fulfill what cosplaying can yeah. do in the sex space. Yeah. Um, granted, we spent the first half talking about how cosplaying isn't necessarily sexual. So here we are. Right, you know? right. There was a weird like lack <sighs> you know, of content that I think makes the mm-hmm. most of cosplaying and yeah. like what you can do with it. Right. I'm, I would assume that it's mostly like, you know, content creators and you'd have to like kind of like do your own research to find the people who do it like well. Yes. I would say actually you know? the the better recommendation and you will remember her name because your brain's an encyclopedia and mine is not is the performer 
that maybe we even just talked about her in our camming episode. I'm trying to remember which episode, but she's like number one on many vids and she does oh, heavy, yeah, heavy like cosplaying a- and it's like League of Legends yeah. characters. Yes. Like it's it's lots of like video games and deep anime in, and manga, like various yeah. subcultures, lots of anime, lots of yeah, mm-hmm. like uh esports and gamer characters yeah. and she writes scripts and like yes. il- incredibly elaborate costumes. And yeah. she like lots of sci-fi too. Yeah. She lays eggs in certain characters yeah. because that's part of the yeah. mythology of the universes that she's t- it's it's involved. Right. So she right. might be actually yeah, it's, another person. It's an to expensive check out. Yes. king. Yeah. You know. Well, it's an expensive thing to yeah. Yes, yeah, it's an expensive thing. If it's your fetish to dress up, it's also yeah, very yeah. expensive niche lifestyle to choose as a performer too you know like your production overhead is so high compared to a lot of artists who can just people will watch it put on a camera and fuck you know it's definitely something that i would recommend going to like many vids to find because the thing that sucks about OnlyFans that i feel like i've recently i feel like i've been describing this more to people is like you can't just like search for a topic you can't and also the content just the nature of the culture on OnlyFans is the content is snippets as opposed to longer videos yeah Right. So many folks are just posting pictures and 30-second videos. Yeah, and then you have to pay more for the vids. Yeah. Whereas many vids is much more, yeah. the culture of it is like, here's a full-length 20-minute video you're paying me 10 bucks for, you know? Yeah. Or you're yes. subscribing to and getting access to the video that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's more highly produced and lengthier content, if that's what you're looking for, mm-hmm. as opposed to just scrolling through for a boner, you know? Right. <laughs> different needs <laughs> true very true um so anyways back to this video um so yeah not much to say about it it was like you said like the end of the night of a halloween party yeah. uh i was just kind of like la- like giggling to myself because she was really trying her hardest to keep the super mario hat on <laughs> yeah and that becomes difficult when she's giving a blowjob and the hat is like yeah. bumping into his stomach like there are logistical yeah, challenges yeah. here it's also shot in pov which Makes it difficult because I like to see people interact. And if you're a penis haver holding a camera, you can't really, like, do much other than just, like, penetrate or receive. Yeah, he was holding the camera in this one. And sometimes even when it's, like, a setup behind him, but it's a POV, you know, there's a very specific audience that's for. And that's what I was saying about, like, uh, Sugar Cookie being this is their thing. Like, they serve. Right. I'm sure like a very specific, like a largely male audience. So a lot of probably the people that come to her site are like, great, I can pretend it's yeah. my dick and I can get a blowjob in my imagination while I jerk off. Yeah. Where you and I are yeah. like, but we want to see a scene. We want to see them interact, you know? Yeah. I'm like looking for, yeah, she does touch her clit a lot, which I really liked, mm-hmm. you know, but he doesn't really do anything. He just sort of like pounds. He's just a dick. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a mope. It's, um, uh-huh. Yeah. It is what it is. You know? Yeah. And then he comes in. He's like, I want to come inside you. And then he finishes. And she's like, you know, kind of like gets up and like rearranges. And I was like, yeah, she's not done. Like, she didn't come. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the video ends. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, probably I it won't be going into my spank bank. Me neither. But, you know. Sometimes we miss. Sometimes we miss. <laughs> or sometimes things just aren't our things. You know? I mean, I knew yeah, going into like. Right. Well, actually, maybe that's not fair. Like, this, any video can just take a turn and suddenly be hot to me. But I didn't have right. high expectations going into a Super Mario cosplay video, right. to be fair. Yeah. 
switching gears, talking about Rick and Morty, <laughs> Morty finally gets to give Jessica his pickle and glaze her face. This is from Scarlet Crush, who's uh, on Pornhub, and she's um, a content creator. Mm-hmm. She's also Secret Crush on OnlyFans. And the intro was insane and hilarious. Yeah. And this, I actually have to say, I she was playing a, a character throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Which I felt was like a good... Yeah, we have a great, like, flip. This is one of those flip episodes where, like, the better one is the one that we thought would not be as good because we got it on the aggregate. We thought would be psycho. But this is verified content on Pornhub, and she's a content creator, and I think with this genre, it's all content creators. Yes. If you're going to do it right, you know? And yeah. And they use all platforms, so it's it's not a surprising bait and switch. Um, So, yeah, I really loved... That she was, like, going full in for this character, you know, with the way that, you know, obviously she dressed up, her makeup, even her voice, her personality. Mm-hmm. I even, like, watched some of this performer's other stuff just to get a sense of, like, what her personality is like. Yeah. And she is kind of, like, shy. Like, very, like, you know, like, there was a video of, like, her, like, putting on, doing, like, a lingerie try-on. And I was like, yeah, she's, like, sort of, like, a, you know, like, kind of, like, shy. Like, she's not very, like, out, like, this was not. This is, it's not like what her voice sounds like. She oh, was really going for it, yeah. which I appreciate. Character. She has an she has an accent. Yeah, yeah like it's. Yeah. However, we would be doing mm-hmm. a disservice to the internet to our listeners <laughs> if we didn't acknowledge the absolute insanity of the costume choices. <laughs> um, in the, it's one of those videos where you're like, oh, it's self aware and it knows what uh-huh. it's doing because like we have this crazy opener I'm going to talk about, and then we get like a montage. She, like, waggles a dildo at him and, like, twerks yes. to the camera. It's very, like, irreverent porn. Right. But, my God, if your boner survives the first 30 seconds of this video, good on ya. Because we open on her sitting across from, quote-unquote, Morty, who is just a guy with a rubber Morty mask <laughs> Morty on. Mask. And it's a haunting mask. It is. It's a big, it's like circular and shaped. It's weirdly you know? shaped. It is round. It looks like it's, it's like scary looking. chopped off. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like yeah, it doesn't I don't look know like what it's made mask. of. It looks like it's half of the mask or it like it's yeah, too yeah. close to his chin for comfort, yeah, you know? Really strange. And then Morty's dialogue is dubbed in from like actual dialogue from the show. So it like yeah. the sound quality sounds crazy and it's it's just Morty being like, oh geez. Oh, oh. oh yeah, Christ. Yeah. Like I don't watch Rick and Morty, yeah. so I can't like do yeah. a Morty voice, but he's like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it was weird. It was bananas. But that being said, I do have to say that I was surprisingly turned on by this video. I think literally if I had started at three minutes in, because the intro's quick, we like have this like one yeah. minute intro. And then we go to this weird montage. It's yeah. Like, it would it would be hot if you just watched the porn because right. she's a great performer and she's hot and whatever this yeah. masked man <laughs> has a dick, I don't know, is also there. But it does get, like, hot by the time you get it. And the porn mm-hmm. is 20 minutes. So, like, you have yeah 20 or it's 22 minutes. So you have 20 minutes of, like, solid porn. That is just, like, heavily disrupted at the top, yeah. you know? Yeah, and we get a lot of different positions, you know? She's got an insane body. She's got, yeah. like, a really great bod. She's got some really interesting nipple piercings that I yeah, kind of they're like I was like, oh, that's Double, fun. and they're, like, cross-hatched, sort of, yeah. which is wild. Yeah. yeah. She's, she squirts a few times, mm-hmm. you know? And she's, like, she flips over, and she's like, I want you to put it in my ass. And we get some, like, a lot of anal, which I really love. We get some... 
double dipping back and forth between P and V. Wow, wow, wow. P no, and no, B? A and B. B and B. A and B. <laughs> P and B. P- Poop yeah. hole and vagina. Prost hole. Yeah, prostate hole. Um, she doesn't have one. Um, maybe she does. Uh, a and V. Um, and then we, and like, he like fucks her hard in the ass and she goes to suck him off and she wants to, suck, to you know, suck his dick again. We get some, she gets on top and rides reverse in anal, which, Advanced. you know, not an Advanced easy task. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I was like, this is where I was like, this is hot to me. Like, I was like, I would love if he just like, if, at this moment, I was like, oh, a toy would be great to get some clitstim and, yeah. you know, uh, something in her ass while she's riding him. And then we finish with some deep throating, which I was like, oh, ass to mouth, you know, got to be careful with that. Yeah. But I had a feeling that this, she's a professional. She probably douched and, you know, was ready to go and probably was had been wearing a plug for quite some time before this this scene. And then we get some like, Pretty intense, like spit play, yeah, and like just sort of like a slurpy, derpy blowjob where she's almost just like playing with the dick in her mouth mm-hmm. before he comes, and she does this thing where she spits on his stomach, yeah, which I actually, loved. yeah, the spit yeah. play in this was good. It, it walked a good line, and yeah, we did just yeah. do an episode. It on never this, grossed so me out. Like it's a yeah, that's a t- it's a high compliment from us being like not huge yeah. spit people that it has like a nice, healthy amount of spit. Yeah, it never well executed. It never grossed me out. And it definitely, like, I was like, when they started having anal, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Something's happening for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We it know definitely what turned like. me on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd masturbate to it, but it definitely was getting me. It definitely, like, got me turned on, you know? Yeah. I I can't masturbate to this because I just would, I would have to get past the Morty of it and, like, would know that, you know, like, if someone teed this up for me and it was on minute 10 and it was that yeah. freeze fright, I was like, maybe I can, maybe I can do it, but it would be right. work. And like, why work when there's, right. I have such a bountiful spank bank otherwise, you know, but I do want to check out this performer otherwise, you know, and like see her other stuff. Cause she's fucking hot and like, yeah, made something out of a very, like she yeah. overcame a great obstacle is what I would say. And yeah. also like made something self-aware and then, mm-hmm. and then good ultimately. But yeah, I, I just. I don't need I don't need Morty in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever been attracted to Jessica from Rick and Morty, I would suggest um yeah. this video. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls on Porn. That's porn without the O. On our website, girlsonporn.com, on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, and at patreon.com slash girls on porn if you want to support the pod. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and leave a little comment saying, I don't know, maybe like what you want to do to either of us, both of us, we might just read it live on air. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually any good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.